0: eat drink smoke where we eat the fine food drink the fine bourbon smoke the fine cigars tony katz so good to be with you here at blend bar cigar indianapolis indiana they're in indy they're in houston they're in pittsburgh they're in nashville and you should come out and have a drink BlendbarCigar.com. cigar.com uh, april d gregory is here fingers molloy is here and and as we're recording it was just like an hour ago uh, we learned about the death of Kobe Bryant in this helicopter crash. His 13-year-old daughter on the helicopter uh, as as well. Uh, he 41, Ugh. and they're Southern California. And for whatever reason, the the helicopter went down. Because I think the investigation is going to take a little bit of time. So as we have it, we only know that it went down. Don't necessarily know why it, it went down. But man, this story traveled as quick as anything I know of, and everybody's got now their stories. I had to be reminded that I saw Kobe Bryant play. I didn't, I didn't remember. I saw him against the Indiana Pacers. I had to be reminded by the magnificent Glenn uh, that I, I, I saw him play. But I, I was never a big basketball guy. It was never never my thing, never my, my place. Came in today, April D. Gregory is like, I'm not going to say in tears. That's not the way I would say it. But, like, this is one of her people. Fingers was talking about, like, when Tom Petty passed, you were like, oh, man, yeah. That, that hit me was, hard, right? But for April, for April, it's and she's she's still she's still staring at her phone and look at, looking for news. I mean, what else are you going to find?
1: Well, I just want to watch and see what other updates you know because they right. at this point, I haven't mentioned who else was on the helicopter.
0: Right? There was so. a rumor that Rick Fox was on the helicopter. He wasn't. He was not on the helicopter at all. So he that 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 rumor is not true. But this is just a. I mean, it's it's a crazy, crazy story. How many times do you think he's done this helicopter out of the Calabasas area? He was heading to his basketball academy, uh, you know, where where he's, you know people train and he teaches or do, does whatever. He was there with his daughter, and that's what that's where he was going when the crash took place. He must have done that helicopter ride a million times because, as you were saying earlier, fingers it's Southern California. Well, that's what, I think for
2: a lot of people who don't live in that area. Uh, they think that they encounter if you're in a metropolitan area. They think they know what traffic is, but you've lived in Southern California. What's the traffic like in in L.A. versus uh, hey, hey, Indianapolis? Yeah, I mean they've already
1: yeah. got the traffic already, is such that you take a helicopter instead yeah. of a car.
0: They've already got the memorial up at Staples Center, mm-hmm. the picture of him, and you know, in, in loving in loving memory of Kobe Bryant, 1978 to 2020. Dear God, that is. I mean that that one is that one's going to be a bigger news story than impeachment <laughs> for for a large segment of the country. That one's going to be a much bigger story than impeachment. Let's let's get to the drink because there is a lot to get to today. Um, went very very simple in in this one one that we have not done uh, ever, and that is Bullet Bourbon. We've never done Bullet Bourbon. Uh, and of course, you know, when you're a bourbon, you're 51% corn in the mash bill. Mash bill you're at least uh, aged two years. And then um, you, you've got, you can be cut only by water. It's the only way you can uh, dilute things is by water. And that's only to bring down the proof. You can't do it to change it uh, in any other way, shape, or form. Um, Bullet is uh, 45% uh, alcohol by volume, so it's 90 proof. The mash bill, 68% corn, 28% rye, and 4% uh, malted barley. Bullet's done by the Four Roses, people. Uh, it's a nice amber, golden amber uh, when you when you look at it. Um, the nose is going to hit you with some, some caramel. It's going to hit you with some vanilla and, and some citrus as well. Hold on. I've actually never had Bullet. I've never done no? it. I've never it's just for whatever reason mm-hmm. it's never come my way. Wait, I don't think I have.
1: I Did we not do a bullet on the show?
0: Did no. we ever?
1: I don't know. I thought we did the we've bullet. We've done rye Four on the
0: Roses. Show. Maybe we've done I have done the bullet I rye. I think we've but done rye. I don't we think did we've did done the rye. Okay, I don't think we've done the Bullet Bourbon.
2: I've drank Bullet before. Really? Yes. I'm
0: shocked. <laughs> I just can't believe Bullet's
1: that you Oh, a good one. Um, mid-range to just if there's something else you see, like I'm not saying it's the last chance at all, the last choice, but it's a good it's a good option at, right. the, at the bar if you're getting a, a drink. It's and, and a, a bottle, yeah. twenty two bucks. Yeah,
0: I mean, so it's a very very affordable, uh, easy to have in your liquor cabinet kind of thing. All right, we do it uh, neat and then bring it to a, a cube. Now you're still not drinking this April because of your whole thirty.
1: Well, I'm going to taste it.
0: Oh, okay. So now you are going to drink. I some you made of it. me
1: taste the one last week. So I, I, I made you. I well forced you. Basically, yeah. I, I
0: Harvey Weinstein you because why don't you define Ooh. what Ooh. right too soon? Wow. Too soon, I forced you to. I, I, you I chose, was not
1: expecting that. you chose. Today.
0: That's exactly what the Harvey Weinstein people are saying. <laughs> By the way, first week of his trial in the books, this guy is a creepy dude. Oh my god, there are so many stories. And Rosie Perez is now testifying. It's Rosie Perez is back. All of a sudden, it's 1993 all over again. No, help. it's white men can't jump.
1: Uh, yeah, but I mean was was he responsible for her being gone? Like that's a thing you got to wonder.
0: There's I there's a million stories. We'll do that we'll do him another okay, time. Hold on. So you're going I did not force to right. you to. I just wanted to make that point. You're going to take a sip. You're going to take a sip. All right, we're so. doing this. We're doing this. We're going to see. The nose is That's good. I would I would offer a touch medicinal. You don't think so? All right, but I'm going to sip. Here we go. Here here it is. This is the bullet burman. Ah, uh, um, fingers. Oh, I like bullet
2: bourbon. I was already way ahead of you. I, already- <laughs> <laughs> I had my sip 30 seconds ago.
0: Um, <coughs> yeah. No? Mm. Not a fan? Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's got some vanilla, then there's a a spice thing happens. I mean, when you take a look at the mash bill, 28% rye, I'm not necessarily surprised that it is spicy. I just don't like uh, the 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 spice, almost a cinnamon, going on there. Uh, the citrus doesn't give me enough of it. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine this. Is, this one's going to be in my liquor cabinet. But I get that it's going to be there for a lot of people at twenty two bucks. Um, no, no, not compared. Last week was it? Last week we did the Stag Junior. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. Can't stop thinking. <laughs> w- was out last night with my wife. She ordered the Stag Junior. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, loved it. I, it, mm. Mm. yeah, I'm not.
2: Put it on uh, your ice chips.
0: But so I know. Tonight. I have I have a full cube oh, this cube. time. Right, I got a big cube like a, like a man. Oh, I got a man's cube, right there. Which, by the way, if you? you go to if you go to mancube.com, don't, <laughs> what, just don't. What a website! That check it out, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> All right, so I I, I I feel bad almost about having to lead with, with uh, with Kobe. I mean, I do. It's it's just you don't want to lead with something so absolutely positively miserable. Um, so I'll I'll, I'll try my best to, to to bring it uh back. Uh, coronavirus is here, and we're all going to die.
1: Oh my gosh, Dude, you fearmonger.
0: That's the question. I cannot tell you if I should actually be afraid. Or if this is fear-mongering, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Because it's coming out of China. I think, by the way, don't all these things come out of China? SARS and MERS and the rest. They, H1N1, you know, swine right, flu, right. avian bird flu. Everything comes out of China. I mean, I don't know if they're incubating, trying to hurt the rest of us. But well, when they
1: talk... There's a jillion people there. Well. <laughs> and most of them live in... Most of them live in horrid conditions.
0: Right. That, there's 1.2 billion people. And yes, most of them live in hard conditions. China, this is out of Wuhan. Which is the Hubei province. So it's like the center east of the country, but in the interior of the country. Macau and Hong Kong are basically due south, and Shanghai is basically due east, and Beijing is basically due north. And part of what's making this spread is the Chinese New Year, the Lunar Festival. Mm. And so people have been getting together and gathering to celebrate this, and that's helped with the spread. We now have multiple cases in the U.S., cases in Mexico, cases in Australia, cases in, in Thailand. In cases in those cities that I mentioned, which are all coastal cities, where you have much more of the population and much more fear of what these things can do. At the last report I have found, China says 56 people are dead. And it's China, so I don't believe them at all. And I think (laughs) that. So
1: it's probably way more than
0: 10 times, if not more, never mind who's infected. And it really presents as a cold because coronavirus. The name comes from the shape of the virus. I spoke to a, a Purdue uh, chemist, and a doctor, uh, uh, about this. So that's where the shape comes from, right? That's where the name comes from, and it's like it's a common cold. Like coronaviruses exist. It's what this thing is doing that they can't. Well, didn't it come from bat soup? I don't. No, I don't they were
1: eating bats. Or something. Wait, well,
0: I thought it was snake. But bats. neither here nor there. Was bat soup.
1: Haven't you not seen all the memes all over the internet about people eating bats?
0: Uh, Oh, yes. I've seen the bats. I've seen that particular meme with the bat in the soup. Uh, However it has come, it is transmissible person to person, which is where the real problems are. And how easy this thing is to spread. And how it really does affect breathing and creates pneumonia-like symptoms and then pneumonia itself. And you end end up basically drowning to death in, in yourself. It's just... Brutally, brutally awful. Um, every time something like this comes out, if you take a look at the last few, did you want to say something, April? You are looking you're about to.
1: No, go ahead. I was gonna. I'm gonna
0: go we have a. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Everything is awful. Everything is terrible. Oh my gosh, the worst thing ever. Ah, it's passed. It's over. I mean, that happens so right. often. Just like
1: with World War Three, right? That was supposed to happen. A yeah, just a couple weeks, couple ago. weeks ago. Yeah. It's already over now. And we're here. Jesus it's H. Christ, we're still here. Ever. You know, <laughs> it's forever.
0: I went war games on you, and nothing, <laughs> nothing. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to make of it. So,
1: I generally, when it comes to this type of thing, um, it, I, well, I'm not going to China anytime soon. Um, I, I think the concern is certainly a lot bigger over there than they project, because obviously, we know we cannot trust them. Um, but over here, you know, there's so far been three cases over here. Um, but with this type of thing, I always, same with the flu, even like, it's just so much overreaction because we have 24 seven news nowadays and the CDC and the CDC pro vaccine cults are all in your, uh, all of your Facebook feeds. So you think everybody's dying from the flu, but literally like nobody, you know, is dying from the flu. Um, but it's always so overdone here. So I think so much of it in America is scared. So I, I I'm not concerned about that coronavirus in America.
0: But if if you say you're not going to China, great. The question is, are you going to let China come here? Are you going to put an end to travel? Already well, we do air- that. they already have an air,
1: they will kill us.
0: Who's going to kill us?
1: China Who? will launch airstrikes on us if, if we, we st- say you can't come here anymore. You can't come here.
0: Not until this thing is under control. Why? What's the matter? We can't protect Mexico. I don't
1: disagree with you necessarily, but you know they will not just sit by and let us. They're
0: already doing temperature scans at airports. They're checking everybody who comes through. Why can't you say no? We're done for now. I've got a question I want to pose to the both of you. I've got a friend who lives in
2: Texas. She works for a hotel. Very nice hotel. won't mention
0: the name of it. I'm pretty sure this is a start of a penthouse letter.
2: Her co-worker went to China.
0: Definitely the start of a penthouse letter.
2: <laughs> Came back. The guy who's running the hotel said, don't come to work. Ooh. Don't want you at work.
0: You were in China. Correct. Ab- not That's only, not abso- no, not not only absolutely. Not only absolutely. Not only absolutely correct. Not only absolutely correct. But that guy should get promoted. <laughs> That's how smart and correct that is. Oh, my gosh. You're, you should absolutely know. When you go to a doctor's office, what are the two questions that they ask you? After, of course, for your insurance and how you're going to pay them. Did have I tell you tell to
1: another country?
0: Have you been to another country? And have you developed a cough in the last week? That's what they ask you. I, if you work at a hotel, if you work in that kind of place with the kind of situation with, with mass amounts of public, you should have to prove that you're healthy. And if you went to China It's a question You're not allowed to go to certain countries Without getting certain shots, right? You need to have those shots to protect yourself Why in the world would we pretend That somehow this is just fine And the problem all comes from the fact That the Chinese government Is absolutely positively not trustworthy You can't trust them Not a single word that they say So that's when I say to you and, And... I don't know whether I should be worried or not. I don't know whether it's it, there's there's a real fear or people just doing the standard fear mongering. The historical perspective over the last decade says it's fear mongering.
2: It is fear mongering.
0: You think so? Uh, listen, anything to get a media click. I mean, that's
2: what it's all. Now you're going to have people, uh, especially the blue hairs out there, that are going to be their faces are going to be glued to the TV sets, wanting updates on this virus. It's fear mongering. I'm not saying you shouldn't take it seriously, but there's you, if you turn on the the TV it's we all going to die. And
1: well, it's the same on a less much lesser degree, but the same thing as if it gets a little bit windy and rainy outside, oh my gosh, there is 4 hours of live TV coverage of a potential tornado. And it's all over everywhere. Everything stops because they know if they can play up this weather they're getting you on the TV. They're getting you all over social media. And it's getting click, 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 clicks. And it's like every time, you know, you grow up, growing up, oh, five minutes before there might be a tornado, you're like, they cut in and be like, oh, you might want to hide. There's a tornado coming. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like four hours of coverage. if It just gets a little windy.
0: And then there are people who are complaining, why in the world are you covering the, the weather? I want to see the Bachelorette. And like people could die.
1: No, they're not going to die. Let me know five minutes before the tornado comes. Don't give me three hours of wind coverage.
0: All right, this this play. That's fear mongering. I want to bring I want to bring back uh, Kobe Bryant's story, because there are two things that have happened. Because cause you're talking about clicks, and and maybe you're on to something. Fingers told a story. I didn't. I wasn't going to share it, but now it's it's happening. Fingers. Kobe Bryant dies. In this in this helicopter crash, we it literally hours ago, at this stage, maybe an hour and a half ago, two hours ago, uh, then then uh, we knew it, uh, and Fingers Malloy is on his Twitter feed, and on his Twitter feed, wait, because I've got another one. I've got another people. This is about the idea that people do anything for a click, and so they fearmonger, as you're saying, fingers for a right. click, and so the news outlets will push something for hours for, for for a viewer for a click, things like that, on your Twitter feed. Kobe Bryant is is pronounced dead or announced his death. Fifteen minutes into it, what did someone say? The
2: I opened up Twitter. The very first tweet I saw was from someone I follow, not one of the blue checkmark smart set or anything like that just (laughs) regular everyday Joe Uh, all the tweet said was why couldn't it have
0: been LeBron Twitter is a cesspool but it's it's that people we have for your argument on the fear mongering is that we've forgotten how to treat these things and how to discuss these things in a rational way and everybody goes to the nth degree that's about everybody going for the joke about people forgetting that there's a life at stake here on my, on my Facebook page, I posted about this, uh, uh, facebook.com slash Radio. You know what someone put on? What did Kobe have? Uh, what, what did Hillary have on Kobe? Or what did Kobe have on Hillary? That's it. What did Kobe have on Why Hillary? Do we
1: always have to make a freaking political anything? Just stop.
0: It's, it's to the same exact point that you're making. It's the only reason I brought it up. Man, that's
1: not fearmongering. That's not clicks. That's somebody being a freaking idiot but it, who thinks same that same
0: mathematics. Yeah. But, but,
1: but, they just have no freaking life. Like they can't talk about anything besides politics. Like have some personality, talk about something besides politics or just shut up.
0: But it's being, no, it's not about discussing just politics. And I appreciate that you're angry about it.
1: No, that's the type of person that gets on social media and turns everything into politics. They
0: don't know how to be a person otherwise. They don't, they're looking. That's
1: what I just said. Shut up or get a personality.
0: They're looking for the joke because they're looking for the the admiration. They're looking for the haha. Like the person is looking for the clicks, like the weather people or a news organization is looking for viewers. It's the same mathematics. And that math tears away at, at what we want to talk about is decency and humanity in these things
2: and that's I, I think you could actually broaden the discussion over not not just about fear-mongering but in this situation if you turn it back to Kobe there is this notion with people that everyone has to have a hot take on something oh God and and it has to be show it has to be shared with everyone immediately and that mm-hmm. it happens with, gotta be first with shootings especially the mm-hmm. school shootings it's like you know you don't have to comment on every Thing that happens in society at every minute and try to have the hottest, the lava hottest take. It, hot take.
0: It, it's like when North Korea launches a missile and you go to Twitter and there's where all the North Korea experts are just lined up for you. Right. You know, <laughs> all with their 20 years of study in North Korean policy. Right. They've, they've got it there. They, they all speak Korean. They've personally had a beer with Kim Jong-un. You know, they were there when he fed his general to a dog. They did it all. Yeah.
2: Oh. It's okay to just say to yourself, not in my wheelhouse yeah. I, I, I think I'll, I'll shut I'll just sit up. this one
1: out for five yeah. minutes you know yeah.
2: what um, I don't have the best sense of humor in the world I'm not going to try to be funny here about Kobe's death yeah. not going to happen yeah. I'll, just, I'll just sit this one out nothing wrong with that
0: nothing wrong with that but it's the same but it really is I mean I wasn't I, I had brought up the, the stuff about uh, the, the coronavirus because I'm not I'm not really not sure which way I'm supposed to take it I mean I'm, I'm not going to get myself freaked out but I don't trust China at all But when you talk about you know fear mongering for clicks, it's 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 the same exact thing. It's 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 hard not to think about this stuff. You know, I went to the gym today.
1: (laughs) Now that now that
0: now that you can make fun of. Go ahead. At fingers Fingers Malloy.
1: Malloy.
2: People will get on the machines and then they'll walk away and leave their own bat soup all over the the machine for people. Uh. And I think to myself, okay, this person. Uh, sweat, sweat is all over the machine. Uh, they were in Chicago last week. Uh, someone from China, visited China, was in Chicago. I'm sitting in nano soup is what I'm doing right now. And I I'm
0: disgust So those things can rattle through your head if you're a paranoid lunatic like me. Uh, that's why I don't go to, right? I go to the gym. That's exactly why. Tell me about the bullet bourbon there oh you're, you're dealing with here. What do you think? What do you think of this?
2: Listen, I, it, goes, it goes back to what you brought up earlier. Uh... For $22 a bottle, I'm all about this. This is this is fine, and I can sit back and drink this all night. Is it the best bourbon I've ever had in my life? No. But uh, I think it's very serviceable, and I don't have any complaints about it. I thought it was a little bit more expensive than $22 a that's, bottle. That's,
0: the way that's where I'm finding it.
1: I'm, uh, $22 I, I definitely like a, the bowl of rye much better than this.
0: Now, listen. Uh, some places, $22. If you get it on, on Drizzly, which is not a sponsor of this podcast and should be. Hold on. Let's just let it sit there. Drizzly is not a sponsor of this podcast, but should be. There, I feel much better about that. They say it's uh, it's $30 a bottle or $31 a bottle.
2: Yeah, that's where I thought it was right around the $30 a bottle range. But, you know, lately with whiskey shortages, the the prices have kind of fluctuated in the last year or so.
0: I yeah, like even, even at this level?
2: I, I feel like they have.
1: By the Is way. there a whiskey shortage or are you just fear-mongering right now? <laughs> For hits on the I gotta tell you, I'm
0: not I'm not a bullet guy no. because of this. No. Let's call this thirty dollars. Old Grandad one fourteen is twenty eight. Yeah, Old Grandad is in my liquor cabinet right now, and will be in my liquor cabinet over this every day of the week and so twice you, on Sunday. What do
2: you not like about
0: this? It's. I, I f- is it too harsh? I do find it harsh for even for just a ninety proof. Hold on.
2: Especially on the cube, I, I really dig it.
0: I, f- I find it cube? I find it. Um. The bourbon is unbalanced. It's too harsh into the uh, in, in, into the uh, upper chest. There's too much warmth going on. There, there the the flavor that that little bit of vanilla doesn't doesn't blend well uh, into any citrus notes that go down. Um, the whole thing just seems to be uncentered and seems to be too rough in all the places where it should have smoothness. I don't. I'm not good enough to know. Does it need another couple years? I'm not good enough to know whether the mash bill needs to be changed up in a certain way they sell it like crazy so who am I to tell them but it won't be something that that's that's for me it, it's by the way it's not awful it's not like oh I would never drink this it's that I don't want to and drink we've it we've had oh god yes we you, have
2: you have taken one sip and you put the uh, put the glass on the table and you just pushed it to the other side right.
0: of the table to which fingers then picked it up and of drank it right, that's, uh,
1: that's a lot of times but no there's no point in drinking this no. one
0: There is a point in drinking Backbone bourbon, which is a fantastic sponsor. Backbonebourbon.com. The Prime and the Uncut, those are the bourbons. The Bone Snapper and the X-Ray are the rise. And then you've got the Bone Dry Gin. They also have a weeded bourbon. That's now out there that people are talking quite a bit about. Uh, here in Indiana and Kentucky is where it's made and then distributed all over the place. If it's not at your liquor store, ask for it by name, Backbone Bourbon, BackboneBourbon.com. Nolan and his team, uh, they make something great. And they admit, listen, this is, this is not for getting drunk on. This is for sipping. This is for enjoying. This is a definite in, in your liquor cabinet. I will tell you, the, the prime, both the prime and the uncut, those things, are they pack a punch. Really do. That's why I'm a fan of the rye. I, I like I like the Bone Snapper. I think it's a much uh, smoother, easier drink, and that's what I go for. I know that, that Fingers much more prefers uh, the, the uncut there. So check it out for yourself, BackboneBourbon.com, BackboneBourbon.com. If you find them on social media, tell them you heard about it on the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. While you're doing that, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, write a review, leave a five-star review for Eat, Drink, Smoke, and go to BackboneBourbon.com. Let's get to the smoke as uh, April D. Gregory gets her her French press coffee, which is a good way to do this uh, cigar. This from La Flor Dominicana, one of the coolest looking cigars. It's a perfecto, so it's going to come to like really a sharp point at, at both ends. So when you cut uh, the, the the cap on this, you want to cut close. You want it to have a bit of that intensity kind of draw. It almost looks like you're doing a punch. So when you cut a cigar, you you do a straight cut, right? And you you cut it full across. Or you can do, sometimes you can do a V-cut where you kind of dig in a little bit and more amplify the draw. Or you can do a punch where basically you're cutting out a circle in the cap. Really intensify it. The way this comes to a point, this La Flor Dominicana, will automatically do that. This is the TCFKAM. The story behind this is that it used to be known as the Mysterioso. And it was the Mysterioso for a while in 2007. And then it disappeared. It disappeared because of a trademark lawsuit. Somebody sued them for the name Mysterioso. And it sold at the time for $19 a cigar. It was a five-pack of these cigars. So then they started bringing it back, and they brought it back as the TCFKAM. The cigar, formerly known as Oh Nice Mysterio, nice. So that's what this cigar is. It is a Dominican. That's where it comes out of. In the binder and the filler, the wrapper is an Ecuadorian Sumatra with oscuro accents. So this cigar is Sumatra uh, in in its full, but there is like this little wrap that goes on it, like almost like a string. It's it's built into it though in in the tobacco leaf that then wraps around it, and that is an Oscuro. It is a beautiful-looking cigar, which you'll find for somewhere between $23 and $25 uh, a stick. You want to talk about an incredible gift set? This is it. Absolutely gorgeous. As for the the, the flavor profile uh, of this thing, um, that's, well, I think some of what you're going to expect. You're going to get a fair amount of spice because it's the Dominican. But when you get into the Sumatras for me... And when you get to, to those kinds of things, you get that, that sweetness. Uh, you get that almost, I don't know if you say creamery, creamy, I don't know if you say buttery. I don't know how you would do it. But the shape of this and the complexity of this, I'm going to save my review for about getting to, to the halfway point. That's why we started the cigar a little, smoke a little bit early on this one. I wanted to see where it takes us all. Um, but more and more, because I actually have a coffee next to me. And April just got herself a French press, which is very... A drip in a French press, talking about two very different
1: Yeah, you walk into a place with profiles. a local French pressed coffee with your gas station coffee. Okay.
0: Here, you keep doing this. I will tell you why I do it. First of all, if you make the argument that all gas station coffee is just gas station coffee, you're missing out on what they're doing. Some of them are doing absolutely fantastic work. Now, I'm not going to use their name because uh, they... they they're never going to be a sponsor of the podcast. At least with Drizzly, I have a shot. Oh, hi, Drizzly. How are you not a sponsor of the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast? Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play. It's everywhere. Have <laughs> you checked out the videos on facebook.com slash Tony Cats Radio? What are you waiting for? Drizzly, what are you waiting for? Um, the French press, right, is about steeping the coffee almost in a tea kind of. Of way, You're putting the grounds in there. You're adding the hot water. You let that steep. You let that coffee intensify. Then there's this whole plunger system, and you push down, keep the grounds in. You're pouring out the coffee. You're also engaging the oils. That's where the unbelievable flavor of French press comes from. Those oils, if you have too much of it, will totally screw with your system, or at least it does mine, in a way that I cannot talk about on a podcast or without a medical professional nearby. So I do very often drip coffees because it goes through a filter. Mm-hmm. The filter captures some of the oil and it's much easier on my very sensitive ladylike
1: tummy. Oh, we do know you have a very sensitive tummy.
0: Well, and for
2: a minute, let me uh, defend gas stations, if I will. They're doing Is fantastic no like you can. things with coffee, hot dogs. Uh, they've got the deep-fried uh, Tornados with the, the cheese in the middle. <laughs> I don't
0: think it's a Tornado. Tornado.
2: What do they call those? <laughs> What do they call those is things? It a tostada? <laughs> no,
0: no, it's, no it's a tornado
1: or something. It's tornado. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
0: it's <a> tornado.
2: <laughs> no,
1: it's not a tornado. It's, it's a tornado because
2: it it's, it's it's.
1: No, it's something it's, else. It's Mexican, so it's, it's tornado.
2: Yeah. Everybody knows that. You know it. The Russians knew it, and now uh, the podcast listeners know it as well. But the the gas station people they do fantastic work with coffee and hot dogs and other fine food. Here's
1: the thing: I just don't trust that they've cleaned their coffee machines. That's well, what helps
0: with the flavor. There is a report. Do they your coffee machine wash their hands? Has more bacteria than anything else in your house because people right. don't clean so the reservoir of those things.
1: that a gas station, you think? That's like a million times worse than your house coffee maker.
0: Oh, I don't... Have you seen what gas stations do these days? Do you know how many people (laughs) eat lunch at like a Wawa or a Gecko or some of those other places? Do you know how many people
1: go into the gas station bathroom and piss all over the place and don't wash their hands and blah, blah, blah? Am I drinking my coffee in there? Then they walk back out to the cash register and play with money. And then they go to your coffee machine and... and, uh, So, you're saying that everybody who works
0: at the local convenience gas station is like wiping themselves with their bare hands and then making my coffee?
1: God. Do you know they're not?
0: I don't know that they are, (laughs) but I'm not about to disparage these people.
2: You should listen to April D. Gregory sometimes go on a five minute rant about elitists. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: fantastic.
1: I don't know. I just I, gas all stations of, are not clean and I just can't grasp You
0: are just absolutely wrong. What they have done, how they have figured out the market in Southern New Jersey, Philadelphia area, ask people about Wawa. W A W A. It is an institution. People line up to get sandwiches there. They line up at lunchtime. They have seats. You cannot get a seat. It's impossible. And those people aren't killing over dying. No one got coronavirus from a local uh, gas station that made food. They, they see an opportunity and they're taking it and they're doing it well. And coffee is, is position number one. And so these guys do it well and a lot of the other ones do it well. And that's why I went there because I not only trust it, I think it's actually rather good. Now, I will admit I prefer a diner-esque kind of coffee I wanted to have a much more earthy, rich feel. The coffee here at Blend is fantastic, and from a local roaster, whose name I will not mention. Uh, but it is, uh, it is much more on the fruity side. It is much more on the acidic side. It's not that it isn't good. It's just not what I was in the mood for. And both are acceptable with a cigar. God bless America. Nothing beats a Sanka. That's
2: what I say.
1: So are we putting our lips, like, just to the tip? Okay, how are we doing this cigar? Because the tip oh, is. Oh, we're doing a, We're talking about tapered. cigars. Tapered. Yeah, I honestly, how do you handle?
0: This is great.
1: It's tapered, so.
0: <laughs> For your pleasure, you so it. here's what you do. When you're dealing with a cigar like a Perfecto or, or a Pyramid or, or, or any of those kinds, as you guys continue to cry from your laughter, uh, honestly, where is it comfortable for you? One of the problems with a cigar like this is that you end up... Oh, this, you, want, you want this good? A cigar like this, you end up using your teeth. And so that, that could be a problem because it doesn't naturally fit. April is in full tears. Fingers has lost his headphones. They're a mess. April is crying and can't talk and has lost it. But it is true, it is sometimes weird to smoke a cigar like this. Right? So you just gotta you gotta find the position that works for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest. I don't even Let me get back to this cigar, <laughs> as these two can't figure themselves out. The cigar is a seven-inch cigar, so it's seven inches in length. <laughs> And at its thickest point, has a ring gauge of 55. So, uh, ring gauge is how oh, fat it is around. <laughs> My God. <coughs> okay. It happens to be a very good cigar, by the way. It is very good. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm nowhere near the second, third yet. And remember, so you're starting at that point, and this thing is going it, to... It, 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 it's like as, as you use it, It grows. And so it's going to, <laughs> it's going to thicken up, <laughs> guys. That's the best I can do and keep a straight face. Someone has to here. My God! So Joe Rogan has literally broken the internet because Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan Experience podcast, maybe one of the most, maybe the most popular podcast in, in America. And I gotta admit, he's. I, I don't get to, I don't listen to it regularly. Um, he's good. He's good. He's good, and he's 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 genu he's genuinely curious, right? He genuinely wants to hear from the other person. He genuinely wants to get into the subjects, Great and he puts himself ordered. into the. He goes for the far out man. He is not not afraid. No no rules uh, with Rogan. He endorses Bernie Sanders. He endorse. <laughs> you hear that sigh? He endorses Bernie Sanders for this is president. After him
1: being quite a big Tulsi fan.
0: Was Rogan a yeah? He was a
1: told he had her on and just was basically in love with her. It's a great, great episode with her on there. Um, but I, I don't know if he just waited for the endorsement because at this point she's not viable yet. But so
0: Rogan's endorsement is based on the idea that that he's consistent. Here's what he says: He says, and this is the quote uh, from Bernie Sanders' Twitter feed: "I think I'll probably vote for Bernie. He's been insanely consistent his entire life." He's basically been saying the same thing, been saying the same thing his whole life, and in and that in and of itself is a very powerful structure to operate from. Now, I don't disagree with that. Uh, Jim Messina is was President Obama's campaign manager, and he was on MSNBC. He was on Morning Joe. He's talking to Willie Geist. I forget who. And it's there's like this two minute clip. It's the most honest two minutes you will ever hear. In your life That the millennial set and, uh, and and others glom on to Bernie Because He isn't playing politician He's a true believer And I use that term specifically And I, I used it on I was on Fox this morning and I used it I use it often because that's what we're dealing with here True believers And they like that in a world where they see things As inauthentic And they are searching for authenticity They do this, we've talked about it with their liquor they do this with with their food. They want to know the story behind it. Authenticity is everything to them. Unfortunately, more so than what that authenticity means for their very own future. That's that's the way I look at it. So Messina was talking about this and they were talking about it and in the sa- in the same sentences he's talking about this is what they they look for. He knows that Bernie Sanders politically for Michigan and for Wisconsin is total disaster. He knows it. It was, I don't. I don't care that it's that's Obama or anything else. It was the most honest, exceptional two minutes. Uh, a- absolutely terrific. So Rogan endorses Bernie, which I gotta say, heartbreaking, and in, in, in every in every sense of, of the word, right? Bernie's never going to be my guy. I think Bernie's a wholly dangerous uh, cat. I think he's an inarticulate uh, cat. I think that consistency is one thing. Um, but uh, rational thinking is far more valuable uh, t- to me, right? And, what?
1: and he has such a... Oh, sorry. I, you, uh...
0: Well, I just don't get it. Because
2: if you look at what Joe Rogan does for a living and what he's passionate about, stand-up comedy, MMA, we're, it doesn't get any more rugged individualist than that. Right, that's interesting,
1: and that's what I was going to point out. If you listen to his shows, he is has a, a really big libertarian streak. So
0: either he was really high when he said it, or he figures, what the heck? Let's just put the troll out there and see what happens, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe he believes it. And I'm not. I'm not going to second guess him. The people who are second guessing him are the Bernie Bros. They're apoplectic over this that Bernie would take this uh, this endorsement because supposedly. He, on the podcast, he's used gay slurs, and he has positions on trans, meaning transgender people and transgender issues that, that they don't like. Um, he's used the word gay as an insult. He's done some other things. that, mm-hmm. uh, Just for the sake of staying on Apple Podcasts, I'm not going to say uh, on, on the podcast. Um, he's come out against the use of puberty blockers in transgender sports mm-hmm. and railed against trans women competing in women's sports. Uh, two things. I am opposed to trans women competing in in women's sports because it's not fair. You cannot change biology. And I absolutely oppose this idea that if your child says I'm trans, some doctor should be immediately giving them some drugs and you should allow your kid to take it. There's a whole fight within this. And, and to say within this, please don't think that this is happening the the nation over with every kid but certainly it has gotten more popularized because there's 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 a whole host of psychological factors that go along with this cool factor being you know being a center of attention don't think that they aren't there of course that they're there but there was this philosophy that if the kid says I am I am X or, or XY or XX whatever it is, you you just, you just do whatever they want do whatever they say just do whatever the kid wants and people have been saying well what's wrong with slowing down a little bit? Make sure of it. The amount of kids who think they're one thing and then they realize, oh, wait, that's not for me. The stories that are more and more coming out about transgender people who have gone through it all and then said, this is not what I signed up for. Well, those stories get buried by those people who are pushing narrative as opposed to anything else. This isn't narrative. This is your kid's life. Of course you shouldn't be engaging puberty blockers. It's dangerous. It's science and it's dangerous. You're messing with biology. So if that's what they're opposed to, and therefore they're opposed to Bernie Sanders accepting Joe Rogan's uh, uh, you know, endorsement, well then uh, more of a reason why I wouldn't want those people voting for me because what they favor seems to be endangering kids, and I'm never in favor of endangering kids.
2: I think there's more to it than what is being said there about why these people are upset that Bernie is embracing Joe Rogan's endorsement. And it goes a step further than the the, the slurs because they've forgiven people before who have used anti-gay slurs, if if that's what you want to call it. He uses his platform for conversations and, and, and many times having conversations with people that he disagrees with. And there's a certain segment of the left that cannot stand what they call humanizing people on the right who have views different than... Bernie bros. They, they, they get upset. And it does tie into the, the transgender... I know that he had, uh, for instance, Ben Shapiro on his show before.
1: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. but Ben. Ta- Ben's like... The, they're friends.
1: Yeah, he's friends with Ben.
2: But the fact that Joe Rogan would have the audacity to humanize people on the right, that really, really ticks them yeah, off. You're uh,
0: I, you're, you're absolutely correct. And I will tell you that over the past year my level of soul-searching on that subject on the subject of what as a radio host what what is it that I'm trying to do what is it that I want to do right I it, it, I have no interest in preaching to the choir because I have no interest in preaching uh, but I'm very interested in conversation I'm very interested in hearing what people have to say so there was a time where I never would have had Barack Obama on the show like I was he was ever gonna come on my show I was never gonna have him on the show I was never gonna have Hillary uh, on, on on the show, I still don't think I would have Hillary on the show just because I think she's a criminal. But I would, have, I would talk to Barack Obama. I would talk to Michelle Obama. I have had Democratic uh, uh, legislators on the show uh, recently. We have been in contact with Andrew Yang's uh, team and have been trying to work out uh, a, a date. and you know we've gotten close and, and whatever else these people are busy, and I get it. The answer is yes. It's the only way it's gonna work. It's not that I want to, uh, it's not that I'll agree with them. It's not that you have to hear it. One of the things that I get attacked, I attacked, for lack of a better word, attacked, lambasted for constantly is that when I do an interview, I'm not an interrupter. I ask the question and I let people Mm -hmm. talk. And you sometimes time how much I let them talk 60, 70, 80, 90 seconds. A minute and a half of an answer is a long time to answer in a radio interview. but how else am I supposed to know what it is that they have to say? Can't we later go over what they said and agree or disagree with it, or mock it maybe, or whatever the case <laughs> may be? But can't you do that? And so I, over the last year, I've been saying to myself, how do I get better at doing that exact thing? When We talk about this podcast, you know, it, it's 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 the three of us, right? And 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 conversations we want to have. But the, what what's coming is going to be interviews. And those interviews are going to be with people I agree and disagree with, people in worlds that I don't know anything about, and and nothing necessarily political. I mean, I, we talk about political things here, but we rarely do it in in the political way. I, I, I'm, I'm much more interested in discussing the subject culturally than I am in, in, its, in its hardened political state. But your point, Fingers, is something we've discussed before, and you're right. Humanizing people, to many, is the sin. It's the sin to have a conversation with Ben Shapiro is to admit that Ben Shapiro is is, is, a, is a, a normal guy. No, it's unacceptable. He has to be the devil. Right? Um, well, look to, at Jimmy Fallon. He got in trouble for yanking on Trump's hair.
2: And they were like, oh, you humanized Donald Trump. And there were many people on the left who were really upset with Jimmy Fallon because he didn't go hard after. still upset with Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Look at the ratings. Yeah.
1: And it, it, he hosts the freaking Tonight Show. Wait, when did that happen?
0: That was before Trump got elected. That was dur- that was during his candidacy. Oh my gosh,
1: people yeah. are ridiculous.
0: They're uh, unbelievable. And and by the way, he hasn't recovered. He hasn't recovered. People are tuning into Colbert and they're tuning you into. You think Kimmel. it's all because of that? It's that those shows are Trump bashing shows, and so that's where those people, mm. uh, that they're, they're smaller audiences and they're tuning in. They're not tuning into Fallon. Fallon is very good for the YouTube culture kind of stuff, right? He does those short skits that work, and you know, and those things. James Corden has done a very good job with Carpool Karaoke, and those. And somebody took a picture of his <laughs> Carpool <laughs> Karaoke car. Yeah, I saw that. You know, Carpool Karaoke. He's driving, and he's like, "Oh man, I gotta get to the traffic." Hey, why don't you join me, and we'll get in the HOV lane? It's always some celebrity or some star, and then they sing in the car together. It's a smart idea. Well, it turns out he doesn't actually drive the car. The car is on a dolly. It's on wheels. And it's being pulled by a pickup truck, and someone took a picture of it. Oh my and exposed it. It's like, all right, uh, the, you know what? That's Maybe that, that's better. Because that I don't think I works. want him singing yeah, with Lin Manuel Miranda and and uh, you know the Jane Krakowski in the back and Mitch Mitchell from uh, from Modern Family. Well, which I got to admit, if you've ever seen that carpool karaoke, terrible. it's really good. Well, if you're gonna get a ticket, I don't I don't know the name of the black woman sitting next to to the Mitchell guy whose name eludes me. She's brilliant. Really, her voice. Is remarkable. Someone's got to let me know. I can't remember her name. I can picture her, and I don't know her name. My God, spectacularly good. Well, I
2: mean, if you're worried about distracted drivers, I would think carpool karaoke would be the ultimate distraction. But you but, wouldn't get a ticket for that if you're singing sh- with your, you know. But
0: people. those shows are built for that YouTube audience, for a clip that's going to go and share, you know, 32 million times, things mm-hmm. like that. Colbert and Kimmel and and, and Samantha Bee and, and whoever else you want. They, they just want to destroy. They that, That's it. Full on. Uh, venom on, on every level, and Fallon's not like that. Now Fallon might disagree with all of us on our politics, but he's still trying to put a, do a little entertainment for uh, the show. That that seems to be obvious. And yes, he loses in the ratings because of it. Mm. And, and they yes have not forgiven him for that.
2: But that seems to be a long Tonight Show tradition. For the most part, I mean, going back to look uh, to me, it was Johnny Carson. I mean, Johnny Carson is the only host of the Tonight Show, as far as I'm concerned. I wasn't a Jay Leno fan, like uh, like April over Jay here. No. Conan, we hardly knew you. <laughs> yeah, but we we didn't know Carson's politics while he was doing the show. He would go after Republicans. He would go after Democrats equally, and that was great. You could tune in. Everybody could tune in and feel like, well, he's just he's just trying to be funny. He's trying to do a show. There's no political agenda behind it. And now. Uh, God, I, I hate to sound like uh, a seventy-five-year-old man who's, you know, a kid just threw his uh, baseball in my lawn, and I'm telling, I'm going to take it. But I just can't watch these shows today if it's just nothing but Trump bashing. Yeah, how is it funny? I mean, oh, okay, and uh, people in the audience laughing. Oh yeah, I'm so much smarter than the president. Are you really? It, I I just it it just to me isn't
0: very entertaining. Um, hate people people like get off on hate and I think you know when I talk about the soul- surging that's been a lot of it too because the number one question I get asked as as a as a host I don't know if you guys get asked this question how are you not angry all the time how how, how do how can you watch this much news and follow so much of what's going on and not just be driven mad and just be dr- and the answer is because that it'll kill me there are moments there are moments where on air I will say to myself all right Tony take a breath uh, right in it because I'm actually in it and that's because well, I'm human too. But if you if if everything is going to make you angry, and there are things I see that make me angry, but if you're going to internalize it to the point where it, it, it's all you can do, I don't. I, I have a family. I have kids. I have a life. I have friends. I I, I don't want to feel that way. It's all the such time. a
2: wonderful time to be doing talk radio. I, I to me, it really is because there's never. I mean, I'm not saying that 20 years ago there was a shortage of things to talk about, but between what's going on in Washington right now, the political landscape, and now social media throwing stuff at you, there's never a day where you can walk into the
0: office thinking, "Eh, I really don't have anything to talk about. I will tell you that, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way, I think the key for... And I would love to hear what other hosts think about this. I think the key in doing a show these days is not that you have so much to talk about. It's filtering out what not to talk about. Mm -hmm. Where are people really in what matters to them most, right? So if, if we talk about impeachment, and by the way, we have a bet. You may we not have, have heard about the bet. And our bet is when the impeachment will end, right? So we made this bet, and and uh, April D. Gregory said February 4th, which is the day of the State of the Union. And Fingers Malloy said February 6th. And I said May 7th, because I think this thing is going to last. No, That's wait, I was in the middle. No, yeah. I said February 4th because that's the day of the Iowa caucuses. Okay, the caucus is on the 3rd, actually. Oh, it is? Uh, I yeah, thought it was on Tuesday. Th- no, weirdly enough, the caucuses are on a Monday. Don't ask. Don't get it. And the State of the Union is on the 4th. Oh, yeah. you I said, said the, the 4th. I
1: took the middle because okay. I'm the one that's safe from the shot because I took the middle.
0: Right. So the bet is whoever loses, whoever's furthest away from when the, the, the impeachment trial is over has to do a shot of fireball. That's That's the bet. So I said May 7th because... I'm a believer this thing is going to last and last and last. You you still feeling last. pretty comfortable about that? <sighs> okay. I don't know. I was, I really was, until I saw the Democrats present. And people want to talk about Adam Schiff gave a masterful performance. I'm not enough of a of a lawyer, right? Meaning I'm not a lawyer to know what a masterful performance is. Well, like, that shouldn't I, stop you from
2: giving an opinion <laughs> on social media at least. <laughs>
0: Ask me what I think about coronavirus. My, <laughs> allow me to pull up my, my internet PhD and tell you. Um, they, they overplayed their hands in two places. First, they told senators that if you don't vote for witnesses, what, it's treacherous what you're doing. You're, you're, you're allowing this president to run all over you. You could say a lot of things about senators. You can't call them treasonous. You can't call them uh, traitors to the nation. You can't call them, you know, bought and paid for. Senators will not buy into that. They will push back on that. And then at the end, Hakeem Jeffries, who's a congressman out of New York, compared Trump getting out of office, removing Trump, to how we rose up and fought against the Nazis and how we responded after September 11th. That doesn't move anybody. And then Adam Schiff, said, you're all not going to push for witnesses because President Trump said he would put your head on a pike. There's a CBS story that says that this got said. But there's no corroboration of it. So he quoted it to them. And even people like Lisa Murkowski out of Alaska, who's always a more moderate, like Susan Collins, Mitt Romney Mitt Romney has said he wants to hear witnesses. Lisa Murkowski has said, that's where he lost me. So since they overplayed their hand, it's possible that the Senate will be like, you know what? You people are clearly just vengeful And you're not really talking about the problems of the president We're done here
2: Actually, I heard Lindsey Graham say that And he said, I also want to see Tony Katz do a shot of fireball <laughs> I heard him say that
0: It was, he did um, So it's possible that the senators will be like Yeah, let's, uh, once, once the, the Republicans are done And the Trump team's done Okay, let's vote to acquit let's, let's vote, he's acquitted, it's done, it's over, it's finished It's very, very possible That I will be doing a shot of fireball I'll be happy to do it. I said it then, I'd say it now. I'd be thrilled with this thing. I just realized, can we do early. a shot here? Do they even have Fireball here? We'll bring oh, it I in. I was
2: going to say, are we going to do the the whole thing that we did last year when we drank uh, wine out of a Pringles can? Are we? Gonna, no, <laughs> oh I'll, I, my God. I'm, I'm more. Than, I, I'm sure that they've got
0: it, and, I, and I'm sure that that we can get I'm it sure done. Sure that they do uh, not. I bet have they do not it. have and Fireball it's here
1: below their standards.
0: And if and when I have to do it, I will do it under a Fanimation fan because I'm going to need to cool down. Our great oh sponsor, Fanimation, Fanimation.com, ceiling fans. For your home, indoor, or outdoor, LED lighting, whisper quiet, incredible, incredible motors uh, that will just last and all of them totally customizable. You got to find out if your local retailer sells Fanimation fans or go to fanimation.com and find out where they are sold. They are gorgeous, they are perfect, they are the kind of things you want in your home. All the fans at uh, Blend, at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, uh, Houston, Pittsburgh, Nashville, they're all Fanimation fans, so they can move the air here, they can move the air in your home. Great, your living room, your family room, all of it. Fanimation. Fanimation.com. Uh, now I, I I brought up impeachment just for the again, it is part of that dehumanizing, for sure. And I wanted to to bring up the bet. There was one more story I wanted to get to as we could continue to smoke. Uh, the cigar formerly known as Mysterio the TCFKA <laughs> I love this it's
1: oh good. my gosh
2: I love this and
0: you said how much was this a stick it was about 22 25 totally worth it to me it was
1: definitely a sweet spot now
0: each one well both April and I had to relight also we're talking and doing and doing other other things it is a little tough to smoke right I think I would do the cut a little bit deeper mm-hmm. into the cigar to give me a little more width on on that draw um but for a Dominican, it's not overly spicy. I think uh, the whole idea of buttery is is kind of pretty fascinating uh, because there there is a there is almost a warmth to it. And with coffee, it is exceptional. How is it with the bullet bourbon? Uh, well, listen,
2: not many things go uh, don't go with bullet bourbon, my friend? You're uh, so
1: wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, I, I'm enjoying it. Um wrong. But I. I I would be curious to see what this would be like with a coffee versus a bourbon, because, like you said, this bourbon does have a little bit of a bite to it, and uh, I I, this this to me it's spicy, but there's like much smoother,
0: much smoother than I thought it was going to be. It I'm 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 thrilled with the cigar, thrilled with it. Now you are fingers Malloy, a wings connoisseur. There is no place you have uh, just had some today. You have you have not had a wing and said my god. This is uh, absolutely fantastic and genius. So, there is a story about a fight between uh, the people at uh, uh, what you call what's What's the place? At uh, Buffalo Wild Wings mm-hmm. and Hooters. Okay. Because Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, the Super Bowl's coming up, the San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, place your bets. Who's going to win? April D. Gregory? Oh, dear. God. Chiefs to the 49ers?
1: I, I don't even know. Um, the Chiefs.
0: Well, that was a convincing, convincing 49ers. Yeah, it's going to be the Chiefs. Uh, so <laughs> there it is. Just just that easy. So Buffalo Wild Wings is offering that if the game goes into overtime, they will give people free wings. So here's the story. If the Super Bowl goes into overtime. Customers can get one order free of boneless or traditional snack-sized wings on February 17th from 4 to 7 p.m. That's their That's their deal. Hooters wants to know why the long waiting period and why all the wing restrictions. So they've got their own deal. If you're at Hooters during the Super Bowl on February 2nd and goes into overtime, you'll get six free wings. You can get any of them, any of the sauces or any of the dry rubs right away that very night. The only thing you can't do is you actually have to be at the Hooters. Right. And they aren't retroactive. Like you can't use those six wings for any of the wings you already ordered. Here's the question. If I'm going to eat wings, why would I go and eat wings in either one of those places? Uh, You wouldn't.
1: Uh, You definitely wouldn't. And those are the two worst wing places I can think of. I I can think of a meal. I mean, I I love wings. I've had a bajillion in my life. No. No.
0: Do you like? Do you, is it? Is, do you like buffalo wings or do you like wings? Because like I like a smoked wing. I have no interest in the sauces.
1: Oh, I like the sauces. Yeah, I, there's different sauces that I like. Like I'll do the the buffalo or the buffalo barbecue combination mixed together. Right. Um, I, I like an Asian. If I am at a B Dubs or I can reference, I can reference their their sauce, Asian Zing. And I will get something like an Asian Zing somewhere else.
0: Which is or, or a teriyaki wing yeah. for most Not normal people.
1: Ter- no, it's different. A little different than teriyaki. Right. Uh, not quite as gooey. Um, Are they good? I, I, I've
0: been to Buffalo Wild Wings once. And I used I was to like, go all
1: the time. Like in my 20s, I would go... There was a couple of years I'd go almost four times because I lived next door to beat ups. Mm-hmm. So it was the closest place to get a drink and eat, right? So, <laughs> and I definitely
0: needed that drink.
1: Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I would go there all the time for wing night. But now it's the bottom of my list. The bottom before Hooters.
0: Before Hooters?
1: Yeah, I, I, that's definitely never going to Hooters like ugh I've tried their wings make me sick fingers
2: I love Hooters wings because I I like I like wings with breading and my god you go into at least the way it used to be they're kind of cost cutting too the so last you like time. it when your Hooters are padded <laughs> yes exactly that's the thing, you know. When you say you like Hooters, people automatically say, "Oh, it's because of the girls." And I don't care about that. I want my I want my damn wings. I do.
1: No, but the problem—the food is so greasy and That's disgusting. Oh, yes. There.
2: <laughs> no. Listen, we're not talking about how you feel after you're done with the wings. Uh, I feel awful I after get I get done eating them. get a better wing and
1: not feel like. But it, look, you're, you're
2: talking chains. Awkward. And, you know, Tony, you've said before you don't like going to chain restaurants. It's not my thing, yeah. Uh, if we're talking chain wings, I like Hooters wings because they're breaded. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings does not bread their wings. Uh, there are so many better places to get wings here in Indianapolis, anyway, than, than, than Hooters or Buffalo Wild Wings. But my gosh, if somebody said, hey, we're going to go get some wings, we're going to go to Buffalo Wild
0: Wings or we're going to go to Hooters, I'm in. It's wings. By the way, can I do an update? And, and yeah. I, I, to do an update on a podcast mm-hmm. is, is weird because stories change. But we, of course, we have been following what's going on with Kobe. And as we're doing things, we're taking a look at it. He, he dies in this helicopter crash. His 13-year-old daughter was with him. And the report was three other people. And then there was a report that it was five people total. Now the reporting is nine people died on this helicopter crash. Nine people. Unfortunately, How big was I, this Pilot
1: plus eight people.
0: I don't have.
1: And uh, and the the uh, L.A. Sheriff's Department at this point is not releasing names, and they okay. criticized and they criticize TMZ for going ahead and releasing Kobe's name in the first place.
2: Okay, but that's what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. Are you going to sit I on could, that?
0: Yeah, no, and and you wouldn't. No, and you, you wouldn't. wouldn't. And that's I, reporting, and, and, and
2: honestly, I hate the fact that w- that's where we are in 2020 because I'm sure there are people in Kobe Bryant's family who probably found out about his death through the media mm-hmm. instead of first you know through the family and, that, and stuff and, that, and
0: that's horrible I don't disagree but I can't but if you have that story they got the story they reported it and th- and they confirmed it and reported it so I can't that listen sometimes being a journalist is rough stuff I don't know if I hold that I, I, I think I'd report it too I don't if I had it confirmed I'd have to right if I'm a journalist i don't have to. If I was being asked, if I had the story before anybody else, and I had it confirmed, but I, and, it, and it's, I, I would ask, does his family know? I would hold. It. it wouldn't matter to me in that mm-hmm. regard. But I'm not the journalist in, the, in this in this case and in this place.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it, there's some sort of if the family knows, okay, then you.
0: But you don't. Know, you. you think
2: TMZ knew of his family? If everybody, I mean, I'm not talking about immediate uh, family, but people. You know,
0: out.
1: Well, wait, wait, find- So it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess we don't know. It's too right. soon to know exactly what time the crash happened. I think we're and speculating. They yeah. may,
0: may, they may have known.
1: Yeah, they may, and
0: we don't. We don't. No. I just, it's, it's an ugly story, and some people are going to be like, and unfortunately, they're going to be like, yeah, I don't care about a basketball player. A 41 year old man died in a helicopter crash with his 13 year old daughter, and one, and they may have known they were going down. Yeah. I don't, I don't wish that on anybody. I don't wish that on anybody's family. Mm-hmm. The thought of that will haunt you for the rest of your damn days. That's brutal. A guy with his, a guy who had a whole life and has his whole life ahead of him. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: Has a baby and two other three kids at home and a wife. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, it's
0: just absolutely crazy. It's horrible. Um, I am now into the second third of this cigar. Uh, right there at the peak of, of the 55-inch ring gauge. Um, it has grown a little bit in strength, but the flavor profile here is working for me in a good, good, solid way. This is uh, the TCFKA, the cigar formerly known as Mysterio, Mysterioso. Uh, or, yeah, I think it's Mysterioso. I, I think I've said it right. From the Florida Dominicana. Worth checking out. Absolutely worth checking out. Uh, the Bullet Bourbon fingers says it's fine. I think you can find for the price point better I really and truly think uh, I I, I agree with you I think that that I just don't think it's bad right it's not bad
1: it's not fireball bad
2: right Well, you'll you'll find out soon enough friends don't let friends fireball yet somehow you're fine with me fireballing Mm -hmm. if I lose the bet yes absolutely
1: bro
0: listen we had to make it interesting yes <laughs> and we have. We
1: never uh, established what the winner gets, or the winner just gets to watch the loser. Yeah, get yeah, yeah it's, okay. uh,
0: yeah. it's only a loser thing. The, the loser does a shot of fireball, okay. and 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 the winners get to hold the bucket for when they puke. Okay. Oh or or when I puke because I'm clearly going to lose have, this uh, thing.
2: I, I got to ask you. A question. I, didn't, I didn't bet the odds. I bet the, okay. the truth. Now we, and and look at me. Well, now we said a shot. That doesn't mean they pour it in a shot glass and you sip it. This no, is no, you, you have do, to do it as a shot. shot. No, I yeah, have you
0: ever do... done a shot? Oh, of course I've done a shot. Okay, I used to be be able to do shots of tequila, and then and then I'll um, tell
2: you what—that's the only thing I've ever done that has made me sick. A shot of tequila. A shot of tequila. Really? And I'll I'll never forget it. I was in a uh, in a bar that I used to work at. It was my day off. A guy walked in. I hated the guy's guts. He he sat down next to me and said, "Let's do a shot." I go, he goes, if you think you're man enough. I go, oh, stop. I'll drink whatever you're drinking. He said, two shots of tequila inside my mouth. I, Inside my mind, I thought, crap. Right. Just got to the bar. Hadn't had a drink. Did the shot. Put the shot glass down. Looked at him. Said, excuse me. Went outside, threw up on the curb. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> tequila is awful. Well, awful. I that. gave that
1: to my my youngest brother when he he's eight years younger than me. When on his twenty first birthday, him and a bunch of the friends went out, and I was the, the the mean sister who brought a date who bought my brother a tequila shot, and uh, that ended the night.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the the worst it shot you could night. ever get someone <laughs> is. Uh, have you ever heard of a prairie fire?
1: Yes, it's Tabasco,
0: right? Yes.
2: Tequila <laughs> with Tabasco in it. I mean you're just evil if you order someone that
1: <laughs> I I used to be I used to just do tequila like in my mid-20s I would do tequila shots instead of like going oh. to the bar and buying beers and just drinking beers all night long I'd get to the bar do a shot or two of tequila have one beer or two the rest of the night instead of you know just
0: yeah I easy. I, I, I didn't grow up like you did <laughs> that that never that never dawned on me Hey, how do, I, how do I get messed up quick?
1: No, not and messed then, up, but just, you know, a little buzz, and then you're good to go. Just sort of, like, spending money on drinks all night long with the heck? Oh, how many, Hardly how any, many drinks okay. were you buying this yourself? This public service your, announcement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: You probably didn't even buy the shots of tequila.
0: Look at you. Eye roll. you just doing a little eye flutter. Good Lord. April D. Gregory on Twitter, by the way. That's where you find her, April D. Gregory. fingersmolloy.com, M-A-L-L-O-Y. Malloy. Uh, dot com. You find me at TonyKatz.com, uh, Facebook Tony Katz Radio, Twitter and Instagram TonyKatz, Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana, Nashville, Pittsburgh, and Houston, BlendBarCigar.com. Great to be able to do the podcast here. Thank you to Fanimation.com and Backbone Bourbon. You got to, got to get Backbone in your liquor cabinet. Got to have a Fanimation fan in your home, ready to go Fanimation Dot com And don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, Google Play, wherever it is you get the podcast. Eat, drink, smoke. Write a review. Leave a five-star review. Do that right now as quickly as you can. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke.